You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all of the action now with DraftKings. The leader in one-day fantasy sports, DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign-up. Here's how it works. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel that sweat like never before. Every dunk, steal, assist means so much more with a DraftKings Daily Fantasy lineup. Yeah, you'll probably be tweeting at the writers trying to figure out who's going to play and how many minutes and all that fun stuff. Baseball fans, you may have missed out on season-long fantasy. So now the time to get on all of the Daily Fantasy action where DraftKings has even more ways to make it rain. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN and get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. everybody out there, this is Jason Jones, uh, this is your latest episode of the Ruler of the Court podcast, brought to you by the good people at the Basketball Podcast Network, and I really don't have a whole lot to say today, <laughs> just to be quite honest, I don't have a whole lot to say. Why? I watched the team on Wednesday night. At one point, the score was 154 to 100. I watched the Kings get down by 54 points. And lose by 49. Yeah. So, I mean, there's not a whole lot I have to say about the Kings. Uh, I know I have to. I know I'm supposed to. I know it's my job, but... Damn, I mean, I just don't have any words, really, to put into... Con- I mean, 
there's no context to put into that. There's no, well, what about this or that? We'll get into the whole, well, they had injuries. They were down by 54 points. They scored 100, 105 last night. They gave up damn near 90 in the second and third quarters alone. How hard that is to be that bad? Whew, I mean, Utah Jazz, you know, best record in the West, you know. One of the best teams in the league, a title contender. Rolling the town. No Donovan Mitchell. No Mike Conley. No problem. Just no problem. I mean, I, you know, you know, if, as I watched the game live, it was like, I was saying, you know, well, you know what? Are they, are Utah just hot and they just can't, you know, stop them? You know, maybe I'll give them the benefit of the doubt on this one. But even after the game, even their own comments and the way they looked kind of just confirmed what you thought. That, yeah, that shit was terrible. You know, uh, Rashawn Holmes basically said it was embarrassing. Like, you know, basically said, what do you say? We were professional basketball players and we lost by 50. Like, what do you say? There's nothing that can be said about that. Like, it, it, it takes me back to that uh, Dave Chappelle joke. The, where I forget what the skit was. Where he says, you know... What can be said about you that hasn't been said? Yeah, the player haters ball. That's the one I'm thinking. The player haters ball, where he says, "What can be said about Buck Nasty that hasn't been said about Afghanistan? Bombed out and depleted, and the Kings looked bombed out and depleted for sure last night. Just my God, I mean, to get beat like that, ooh, ooh, man, that is just oh, man, again." You know, I know the Kings didn't have De'Aaron Fox. They didn't have Harrison Barnes. I acknowledge that, you know. But, again, Utah Jazz didn't have two All-Stars. And the Jazz were tougher than the Kings, which has been the case all season against most of their opponents. They were bigger. They were stronger. They were more physical. They, they, I mean, they just did whatever they wanted. And if the Kings have any pride... Yo, which I know that I know that they do. I mean, you would hope that at least Friday against the Lakers, at least pinch them, you know, at least make them feel you somehow. I mean, I always go back to what Michael Malone always used to say back in the day. You got to make a team feel you. And hell, the doggone Utah Jazz got their cardio on. You know, that's a good little workout, you know, not too much, not too much trouble, you know. You know, guys are basically calling their own fouls. No one's going to hurt anyone. And you start wondering, damn, Kings, you know, how many times you going to let somebody just drive to the lane, drive to the paint, and score? It's like, I mean, aren't you tired of getting this pushed under the rim and dunked on? You know, aren't you tired of just watching guys shoot wide open threes? Aren't you tired of them... Um, Whenever you go to the rim, just stuffing the shit in your face, you know, just boom, blocking the shot and knocking you down. Are you, aren't you tired of it? And I'll acknowledge this, that some of this is just um, physics and personnel. Uh, the Kings aren't a very big team. And 
they don't match up well against physical teams. And Utah is a big physical team. But damn, I mean, take a tech. I mean, grab somebody hard. Do something. You know? It's just, damn, you know, it's just... It's 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 really, you know, there's only 10 games left in the season, thank God. Because if they're going to play like this, I don't want to watch much more of this shit. I, I really don't. Because... That's just terrible. I mean, to lose by that many points and to basically, you know, not even show any fight for essentially two quarters. Just didn't show any fight. You know, mind you, it wasn't like the Kings were down 18 to 2 to start the game or, you know, like it was a 20 to 5 first quarter. Kings were down 30 to 27. So, they weren't out the game. The game was, you know, had the makings of a competitive game. And it just went all down the toilet in the second quarter, third quarter, and gave us something that you normally don't see in a game involving two professional basketball teams. You know, you normally see this type of stuff. Not, you know, a team down by that many when, say, the number one overall seed in the NCAA tournament gets the team that made the play-in game or, you know, <laughs> you know, was it really the 18th seed, but they you know, they win their play-in game and they get destroyed by the you know the power five school. You know, or on the women's side you would see a, you would see a lot of scores like this just because the talent gap is bigger. But to be an NBA team, to have at least some NBA talent, you don't want to get beat like that. And again, I don't think the Kings, top to bottom, are a elite-level talent team. I mean, last night they started, you know, congrats to Chemezi Metu on getting a, a new deal. And, you know, uh, he's no longer on a two-way contract. But he went from a two-way contract two days ago to starting <laughs> against the Utah Jazz. I mean, that's not ideal. You know, Tyrese Halliburton looked like a rookie last night. Buddy Hill looked like Buddy. Somehow... A starting two guard in the NBA only took three free throws in the entire game. And those three free throws came on one play where he was fouled on a three-pointer. You know, it's just, I go on and on and just about how bad that was. And it's the type of game that makes you miss the open locker room. Because I would like to go in there and ask everybody, what the? You know, how would, uh... Like I used to do with some of the guys I knew well. I'd ask them straight up, what the fuck was that? Like, really? What the hell happened? Could someone explain to me what happened? And of course no one can because there's no explaining, you know, getting beat like that. Even even down players, even, you know, whatever you want to say, you know, whether it's coaching or talent or the front. I don't know what I really don't know how to explain that. I really don't know what to say. I mean, this is coming off probably like a, you know, like my own personal <laughs> counseling session. Because maybe I'm just traumatized from watching this for so many years. And sadly, you know, I will say this though too. To me, that wasn't even the worst loss of the season. To me. To me, the Detroit game is still the worst loss of the season. Because they had the more of their guys and they just got pumped. I mean, they got punked last night, too, but still, that game, 
the Warrior game, and not the Warrior game, they're all running together now. You know, the the uh, Detroit game, to me, still is the worst loss. And I'd probably make this number two in terms of just how terrible things were, how terrible things are, and how things just, you know, things can't get right. Yo, it's just, like I said, it's, Yo, it I man, I'm struggling to come up with any way to to just kind of um just kind of I can't really some you know so I can't yo I can't really I have you know I don't know what to say I'm really stuck because I don't know what to say you know I just just you know it's. I, Man, I'm I'm really stuck, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm really just stuck from what to say. Because I just don't see any quick path for the Kings out of this rut. Because, you, you know, as I wrote about in The Athletic, and as you all know, if you follow the Kings at all, last night was the 37th loss, which means they'll have a losing record again for sure, which is the 15th consecutive year of losing basketball. 15 straight years. 15 straight years of taking L's. Um, 15 years, I mean, it's only a matter of time before it becomes mathematically impossible for the playoffs. Realistically, they've been done for a while, but mathematically, I guess they still have a chance. They are not going to do it, of course. I mean, no De'Aaron Fox, no Harrison Barnes for a few games. Even with them, they weren't, but yeah, there's no chance. No, no, shout to Victor Van, no chance in hell this team gets to the 10th spot. So, you're looking at, they will tie the Buffalo Braves slash... San Diego Clippers slash L.A. Clippers for the most consecutive te- seasons of missing the playoffs at 15. And almost guaranteed, almost if, if I could, I almost would bet money today that they will miss the playoffs again next season and set the record. And, you know, congratulations, you know, uh, on nearly two decades of terrible basketball. Plain <laughs> simple. Congratulations on almost on, you know, at that point, it'll be congratulations on, you know, more than, you know, a decade and a half plus of losing. Congratulations on, in a, in an era now where the last two years, more than eight teams had a, had an opportunity to make the playoffs. I mean, you the Kings could have got to 10 this year and got in and had a chance to still get in. In an era where the opportunity to make the playoffs has expanded, your Sacramento Kings, if you're still claiming them, I mean, this is the type of stuff where, you know, if this was your girl and your girl went out and embarrassed you like this, you might just mess around and not claim her no more. You know, or your fella, you know, ladies, you know, or you, know, you may not want to claim your dude if he embarrassed you like this in front of everybody. You know, but if you still claim the Kings, those are your Sacramento Kings. Whew, that actually kind of felt therapeutic to say all that. Yeah, this is terrible. I don't see any pathway out of it. No. Will ownership continue to mess things up? Will the front office continue to collectively boggle, bungle things and mess things up? You know, will the players be drafted, you know, nine times out of ten, be terrible in the NBA or not find their way until they're no longer kings? Will the coaching staffs continue to have the same complaints from, from staff to staff to staff? You know, well, like I said, again, will ownership uh, allow the basketball people to do their job? 
Are the basketball people even competent? Just ask that. Yeah. Just, just so many just things to wonder about with this team. And as to why I have no faith this thing will change anytime soon. You know, I'm fully expecting to get, you know, for the Kings at this rate. What's, what's this year? Uh, 2021? Yeah. I'm fully expecting by 2025, 2026, that we, we might be talking about a 20-year drought, you know. We're talking about a team that's going to get made fun of like the Cleveland Browns did for years. A team that's going to be laughed at like the Knicks have been laughed at in the past few years. Except, at least, you don't, at least you're, not, but you're not even in New York. So you don't even have that. A team that's been laughed at the way the Suns were before they got Chris Paul. Yo, which may be the solution. Maybe the Kings ought to get Chris Paul. I don't know. <laughs> but this stuff here is epic. I've never seen a level of this. I mean, watch that. I've never seen it. Because this is even the worst Kings team I've seen. But, yeah, collectively, this is terrible. And the only thing that's going to hurt me more will be later on uh, on Thursday when the Las Vegas Raiders draft some, draft, make a draft that's going to have everyone scratching their heads. And, and I got to explain to all my friends what John Gruden just did, and I have no clue what's going on with the Raiders anymore. But, hey, that'll be the only thing that'll probably make me feel anything because uh, when it comes to the Kings, I'm numb. I don't feel anything. I haven't for years. I'm not a Kings fan. That helps. There's some people in the media who are actually Kings fans, and my God, they're having a damn meltdown. I'm like, this ain't even the worst it could be, so calm down. But, yeah, I see no pathway toward improvement anytime soon. I really don't. I mean... I wonder will they make some te- some questionable decisions in free agency? Well, at least last year in free agency they didn't do anything really, so <laughs> they didn't mess it up because they didn't do much. But geez, you know who really has faith this thing is going to get fixed anytime soon? If you do, you're probably on the team or part of the team. I don't see. I don't know one person outside of the organization who sees a positive future, a pathway towards success. I don't know one person. And I know a lot of people in the NBA. I can't. I couldn't tell you one who'd be like, "Oh yeah, they got a bright future." What I would see is, you know what? They got some young pieces, but the thing's so damn dysfunctional. Does it matter? You know. Oh, just another day in King's world, folks. You know. Thank you for coming to my my you know my venting session. You know. You know, but I will add one thing in terms of the King's uh, injury situation. Just, you know, you know, De'Aaron's out for a while with the health and safety protocols. But I just wonder, is Harrison Barnes really the the MVP of this team? I mean, just think about that. Is he really the MVP of this team? Is not having his presence and kind of the, you know... You know, not the best player, but the, the most valuable. It was his presence not being there so detrimental that these guys couldn't even stay within 50 points of a team? Does he really hold things together that much? I mean, there's a reason why the coach, Luke Walton, doesn't never wants to take Harrison out of a game. Because literally, we've seen it before, things will go to shit when Harrison's out the game. But maybe, damn, maybe Harrison deserves a raise. People other people... Have hated on his salary, said he's overpaid, why the Kings pay to keep him. Maybe he's underpaid having to put up with this. Because 
this is insane. You know, there's no, I mean, there's no words I could uh, really come up with to, do, you know, to uh, to sum this up. But I will tell you this. You know, everything I kind of hear, you know, still, I don't know if there's going to be a coaching change. I, you know, you would think that it was almost be inevitable, but I don't think that's the case still. I still don't believe that's the case. But, you know, we'll wait and see. You know, um, the team is still you know, still going to be committed to its younger, you know, its young core. Uh, you know, and I know a lot of you are sick of hearing about the young core. I get it. You're sick of it. You you know, you're saying De'Aaron's in year four. But, you know, he's still pretty young. You know, Tyrese is a rookie. Um, Marvin Bagley. Okay, I know that's like the, the, uh, the words you don't say around here. You don't say Marvin Bagley. But, yeah. As of now, he's still on the team. Would I be shocked if he was moved? No. But it takes two to make a deal. And unless something has changed drastically since, you know, March, the market for Marvin Bagley is not going to be robust. Just isn't. You know, the man has a history of injuries. And while he has talent, has shown some things on the court. What are you going to give up to pay Marvin Bagley $11.3 million next season? If you're the Kings, what terrible contract are you going to take on to move off of Marvin Bagley? Good question. Yeah, I don't know. You know, they always say that, I mean, I am a firm believer there is no untradeable contract. We've seen contracts that you thought were untradeable traded. You know, so there is no unmovable deal. Especially, you know, so especially in the buyout world. You know, there is, you know, that maybe that's Marvin's, you know, end result in Sacramento. And, you know, next year they can't move him. They just buy him out and let him go. I don't know. But, yeah, they, you know, in terms of just youth, they're going to stick with their core guys at this moment, from what I understand, and see where this goes. So, Kings fans, hope you've got strong hearts. You know, whatever your vice is, don't get too heavy into whatever, whatever it may be to deal with this. You know, try to find something constructive to do to get through this hard time in Kings world, and let's see where it goes. So, that was pretty sad, I must admit. It's a pretty sad, you know, opening, middle of the show. You know, and I don't have, you know, but when I'm talking about the Kings, there's nothing good to talk about. So, you know, what I what I want to do is now for the next portion of the show, you know, my favorite part of the show... The part that some of you may tune in for, the hip-hop portion. I wanted to find some happy songs. Some happy hip-hop. You know, just because, well, if you watched the Kings last night and you're, you know, a Kings fan, you're clearly not happy. So I'm going to pass along some of some songs that I that make me smile, you know, Again, as always, feel free to hit me up with what you think, you know, are some happy songs. I think everyone at this point needs some happiness, you know, you know, especially, you know, in the summertime getting, you know, rolling around. And so I I jotted down a few songs that I think always put me in a good mood and hopefully they'll work for you. So, again, everyone. Take the Kings, put them in the back burner. If you want, I mean, if it makes you feel better, don't even watch them play the Lakers on Friday. Don't even watch them. You know, my hometown squad needs a W. 
The Kings don't seem like they want to get a, they didn't want to get a W last night. So who knows what they're gonna look like without De'Aaron and Harrison? Just don't watch the game. I have to watch the game. You don't. You have a choice in this. You can do something different. So if you're feeling down, just don't do this. Instead, check out my happy playlist. And one of the, the first one is pretty simple. Uh, Pharrell song Happy. Listen to that today. I would, you know, you know, if you feel like a room without a roof. Go for it. Be happy. You know, do the little happy dance. You know, you know, I'm gonna play that. I'm gonna play that while I work out today. Cause I'm, ha- you know, I, I would sing, but my voice is terrible. True story. One time I was asked to sing somewhere. Someone gave me a box to hold, and I couldn't carry a tune. They told me just to carry the box. So I'm not gonna try to sing it. But you know, Pharrell happy. You know, it's not really a rap song. I wouldn't, you know, consider it a rap song. But at least it has happy in it. It's called happy. So start there. Another one. Summertime. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. I challenge you of any age to listen to that song and not feel good. You know, it's not quite summertime yet, but we, you know, we need that summertime vibe because this season's going to end in May, which is going to be a lot closer to the summer than normal. So that's a good one to go to. It's it might be my favorite. DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince song ever. Maybe that brand new funk. I don't know. You know, but it was a song where, or it is a song that it's just, it wasn't kind of like the um, the gimmicky ch- kid, you know, funny, you know, Fresh Prince, of, you know, music. But it was just smooth, laid back, you know. You know, it's hot and girls are wearing less. And check it out the brother and tell them who's fresh, you know. Riding around in your Jeep or your Benzo, you know. No, he's talking about Philly, but the song applies everywhere, you know. And there's a smooth groove, so I'm telling you. If you're feeling down, that's a good, that's another song to start with. Then I'm going to take you back to my hometown, Long Beach, California, you know, where I came of age. Shout out to Long Beach Poly. A football team had a little, no, it's abbreviation, but had an undefeated season. Congratulations to the young men at Long Beach Poly and all the athletic teams at Poly. Uh, all the, you know, everyone at Poly, you know, my friend, my one of my best friends in the world, Mo, her daughter's going to the University of Texas. You know, shout out to every, you know, academics, Long Beach Poly, the home of scholars and champions. But I offer you summertime in the LBC. Yo. This song got me through uh, the summer before my senior year, I believe. You know, we just played that over and over before the you know the season, and it's just it's a real I call it like a standard staple Long Beach song because in Long Beach we're real laid back. You know, it's real you know it's a real easy vibe for the most part when things are cool, and it it, it was just a real smooth groove. And if you don't know that song is by the Dove Shack. You know, I would recommend that adding to your playlist if you're rolling around today, you know, rolling around town, going for a walk. This song will automatically put you in a good mood, a better mood, a much better mood than the Kings had you in Wednesday night. Next up, DJ Quick, We Still Party. And why that one? Because you know what? Do not let. 15 consecutive seasons of missing the playoffs, 15 consecutive losing seasons, uh, not much hope for the future, you know, 
questions about ownership, management, coaching, talent, players, don't let any of that stop you from having a good time. You know, know some of you out there have gotten your vaccinations. I know I have. I'm fully vaxxed. You know, people are looking forward to go out and have a good time this summer. And what song works better than We Still Party, you know? And so, yeah, even though the Kings are going to lose again, you know, have another losing season, even though, you know, everyone will put all their hope and faith in ping pong balls for the lottery, you should still party. You should still have a good time. Whatever And whatever partying means to you, you should do. Whether that, I don't know what that could be. You know, whether that means um, a little small gathering at home. Maybe your party is going out for a run. Maybe your party is, you know, doing some artwork. Whatever you do to have a good time, do not let the Kings stop you from doing that. You should go out and have a good time. And I got a couple of, a few more for you. Snoop Doggy Dog. This is what he was known. You know, he's Snoop Dogg now, but back in the day, he was Snoop Doggy Dog. And, you know, one of the all-time classic party jams from his debut album, Doggy Style, which I would argue might be the best hip-hop record ever. I That would be, you know, my argument. But, you know, ain't no fun. It's just a, you know... You know, it's just a it's just a feel good party song. Play that. Listen to that. That would be a much better option than worrying about what the Kings are doing. Because you don't have much time left in this. You think a little more than two weeks. Don't bog yourself down with worrying about the Sacramento Kings. Let people like me who have to do it. You know, and say no, ain't no fun. If the homies can't have none. No, it ain't no fun if you've got to watch the Kings lose by fifty, and you have no, and you have a choice and an option to do something else. Do something else. And what else do we have for you? Ice Cube, it was a good day. Certainly the Kings and the Jazz weren't, that wasn't a good day for you. But you know what? You control a lot of what happens in your own mind. So you know what you can do? You can decide that today will be a good day. You know, you can wake up this morning, you know. You know, there, there might, you know, or maybe wake up tomorrow. Whenever you wake up, maybe you work swing shift, night shift, and you wake up later in the evening. There could be no barking from the dogs, no smog. And maybe if this is your preference, mama made the breakfast with no hog. Perhaps, you know. You know, you can get your grub on but not pig out, you know. Get the call from the girl you want to dig, you know. Hook it up for later. You know, and you don't have to use your AK. All that can happen for you. Today will be a good day for you. It will not be a 54-point deficit in a game. You will not lose by 49 points today in life. Just believe that, and you will, and you can achieve it. I'm, 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 you know. And another one for you, Drake and Nicki Minaj. I'm so proud of you. You know what? Find something to be proud. Some, someone, something to be proud of. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's your girlfriend. Maybe it's your boyfriend. Maybe it's your children. Maybe it's your homie. Maybe it's your homegirl. I don't know. Find something to be proud of. Maybe it's you're proud of. I don't know. Maybe you're a proud 49ers fan and you're proud that they're probably going to draft Mac Jones. I know that's not true because a lot of you out there hate that idea, but I don't care. Be proud. Be Watch the NFL draft and be proud of someone getting drafted. Uh, be proud. I don't know. Just be proud. You know, find someone to celebrate. You know, if, if you can't celebrate your basketball team, find someone or something else to celebrate. Find some uh, frontline workers, some teachers. Some kids who have done well in school through the pandemic. 
just people who are, just the fact that we've, we are surviving the pandemic, you know, it's been over a year of this and we're not all the way back to normal, not really close to what we were before, but you know, we're inching back. Just be, find something to be proud of. And that song will also put you in a good mood and it will also put you in the mood to find something positive out there. Because I know if you're a Kings fan and you watch that game, 154 to 105, 154 points in regulation. Yeah, regulation. Yeah, you're not very proud right now. So find something, someone, somewhere, something to be proud of. Hell, even if you're just proud of where you're from, you know, be proud of your hometown. I'm proud of Long Beach. I don't know if Long Beach has even done anything lately. Be proud of Long. I'm proud of Long Beach, California. Be proud of your high school. Be proud of your college. Be proud of your elementary school. Be proud of something, you know, and that way you can get through these last two plus weeks of Kings basketball with a positive mindset because nothing keeps the fan base hopeful quite like the future. So you can always hope that things will get better. I'd be lying to you if I thought they were getting better anytime soon. Well, there you have it. Hopefully those songs will springboard you into a positive, happy-go-lucky, good-feeling weekend. Uh, I plan to listen to some of them myself to get myself through this. Man, I sound like I've been traumatized. I don't mean to make this sound like worse than it is, but yeah. Yeah, just finish up this season and get on to the next. So thanks again to the people at the the good people at the uh, Basketball Podcast Network. Thanks to all of you for listening to this. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore Jason Jones. Instagram, Mr. Jones LBC. Or I'll continue to post jokes and things to make you laugh make you happy and not think about what's going on with this team um and then you can read me at theathletic.com so hope you all have a great weekend i hope you are happy and hopefully you can find something to be proud of uh, if it's not your basketball team all right y'all y'all be good out there y'all be safe y'all take care i'll catch you next week i'm out <laughs>